sounds of the Drew Marshall Show. Oh, it's C-I-U-T. <laughs> All night long. Okay, you just creeped me out. You actually yeah. legitimately gave me shivers. This is Folks, that was radio. That, <laughs> that was Brother Neil, a little track off uh, his CD, Bonfire Confessions. Brother Neil represents uh, the singer-songwriter side of Neil Parent's uh, fascinating musical split personality. This multifaceted creative talent has shone as a big band jazz crooner and member of an acapella vocal group, Shanana. But of late, he has been focused upon writing and singing his own original material. That's a bold move. The first fruits of those labors have just emerged on his debut solo album, Bonfire Confessions. This lovely record. Who says that, this lovely record? Sounds like Jane Harbury wrote that. Or his mom. <laughs> or, or your mom. What's that? Say it again. Carrie Duell. That was his name that wrote that, yeah. Oh, yeah? yeah. 
I love that. No, I love the word lovely. It's just an interesting thing. It's a lovely thing. word. Anyway, I don't want to read this anymore. I want to talk to you guys. There's so much to talk about. Welcome to the show, Brother Neil. Thanks. Thanks. And um, and you have a uh, kind of a, an interesting gentleman beside you as well. Do you want to just introduce your, your, yes, your family? Yes, this is like my lifelong best buddy, Mike Whaling. Hi. Yeah. Mike Whaling. That's right. Uh, Whaling sounds like an English name. That's entirely possible. Or was Welsh. A, was it an occupation before? Is that... How? Not as far as I can remember. <laughs> no. My name's Miller, and that right. someone in my family would, was a Miller, right? Tim, this is not about assume. you right now. <laughs> I would assume, but I think Welsh, I think, makes sense to me. Right. There's too many non-consonants together to be Welsh. That's right. Okay, let's analyze the names a little longer. It's a um, Why, why um, are you doing this solo thing now? Uh, I'll be honest with you. I started writing for somebody else originally, uh, this this style of music. And, yeah. And, uh, he he would uh, put his vocals on stuff and would send it back and forth. And, and you thought yours sounded better? No, I'll be honest with you. A friend of mine said, Neil, I like yours better. Right. And I thought, you know what? I like Cody's better. Cody's is, Cody's got his own flavor. He's in Nashville. He's a he's a real country guy. And, uh. and uh, he said to me, Neil, I like yours. I like yours better. So I said, okay, well, I'll do it. You can use the song still anytime you want to, but I'll, I'll give it a go. Uh, well, I'm happy you uh, gave it a go. I first uh, saw you when I went down to Hugh's room for the Jane Harbury night. And uh, I think there were four acts. might have been five. Four. 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 You're right. Yeah, four. And um, you, um, you, were, you guys shone a lot. Um, I think it was awesome. Yeah, Thanks. really appreciated that sound. I mean, that, you guys play the kind of tunage I really dig anyway. So uh, that probably helped. But, um, yeah, I thought you... Uh, I thought you won the night. It wasn't a contest, but I don't. I hope the other people don't hear. You're getting They're into awesome. your nighttime awesome. DJ voice. Yeah. I am getting in my whispery nighttime uh, <laughs> DJ voice. Um, tell me about the axe you're playing. That looks like a lovely Larive. This is actually a Larive. Larive. If we're gonna get it, it's Perron playing the Larive. Yes. Actually, this is not my guitar, but. Mike has been kind enough to let me use it. Yeah, it is a beautiful little thing. Yes. My, uh, it's got a big crack right down the top. So does uh, Neil. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I should think about that for a second. Wait a second. Yes, Wait a I do. Second. Yeah. Depends what way he's standing. This is That's true. Right. Yeah. Look at the smile on that fella. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you two known each other for? Oh, yeah, since 20 high school, some yeah. odd years. Yeah. Really? Where'd you go to high school? In Walkerton, Ontario. Yeah, yeah Sacred Heart oh. High School yeah. in Walkerton. Were you there when that happened? We had just uh, we had moved away already at just, that point. Just a wow. year or two before, yeah. Would right. that have affected you? Like, have you thought well, they wouldn't have sat in those two stool some, uh, samples. Some, oh! <laughs> yeah. It would answer a few questions. Though. It would. By the way, for those not knowing what we're talking about, there was a problem with uh, pollution in the water from the Walkerton plant because the poo-poo water mixed in with the drinking water. Isn't that that's how right. it goes? I think that's pretty much the... This looks like chocolate milk. <laughs> you see, you just got to take it to sixth grade. I can't believe it's you? coming out of the fountains now, man. This <laughs> yeah. is the, the school, the school council president said that would happen. That's right. <laughs> Do you milk the- Fridays are back. Chocolate milk Friday. <laughs> <laughs> yes. In the, in the oh, this is ridiculous. Sure. You know what? we got to play some music. Will you guys get those uh, instruments uh, lined up yeah, and sure. help to shut up Tim, please? <laughs> uh, what, tell us about the first song you're going to play live here on the Drew Marshall Show. Yeah, uh, this song is called Evening. It's the first cut on the CD, and uh, it's just basically like a, a tribute, an homage to the uh, to my favorite time of day. Okay. Like uh, Twilight Time by the Platters. This is this <sighs> Evening by brother Neil. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. All right. Well, again, folks, live and thrilled to have them here in studio. Uh, it's brother Neil with brother Mike backing him up. So are you, are you doing anything in this song? Brother Neil and Uncle Mike. Uncle Mike. My kids call him Uncle Mike. Okay. All right. <laughs> 
stuff well done guys well done um so i have a lot of questions and you know the comparison thing drives a lot of people nuts right oh you sound like and you sound like and and i already did that to you as a matter of fact the first time i saw you guys perform at hughes room i said i posted the video that i took and i said does anyone else here and do you get this guy a lot you're the first. No the way. First time I'd ever heard that. Yeah, yeah. I'll but, be honest. But with did you. that? Do you see it? Do you hear it or no? I, I went and listened to a couple of tracks because I'm, I'm I'm familiar with a couple of ones that were more popular. We're talking about Boss Gags. Boss Gags. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I went yeah. onto YouTube and started to look, and I thought, yeah, I, think I can hear it. Yeah, yeah, there's a tinge. Yeah, I definitely tinge. think that my my voice maybe in the upper range starts to get a little bit of that. Yes, it is. When you're texture. up in that range, that's where it is. Same texture. Yeah, similar texture. Uh, who, el- cool. who else do you do you? And does it matter? Does it matter? No, when it's people- not all bad. Oh, it doesn't beat. bother me you know, at all. Lots of people like them, so it's not a terrible comparison, right? <laughs> it's not like a Oscar Grouch. No, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not like your, uh, you know, uh, Commander. What's his face? That's got an album out that he's selling now. The guy oh, was in uh, space. Yeah, what's his Hatfield. name? Oh, Hatfield. Yeah, oh, yeah. Hatfield. I mean, nicest guy in the world, but. The dude's not a great musician. Uh, it doesn't matter. No, it matters. Manny you don't Pacquiao go out there and put out a couple of records, man. <laughs> yeah, this is true. <laughs> it's all good. Can't be easy to write in space, though. No. You know what I mean? No, although Elton John did it. Yeah, well, he usually does, I think. Yeah. 
That's, there was a Rocket Man thing there somewhere. The influence, I guess it yeah. could have been in space and like, some DMT. So where do you where do you, where do you guys live? Or do you do you live near each other? Do you hang no, out? No, we're not really. really far away. No. Yeah. Where do you live, Neil? I live in Barrie. Okay, and Mike. I'm I'm down just outside of Stratford. Ooh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's not that bad, buddy. That's yeah. an ugly drive. It's a good three well, yeah, hours but to my place for him. Yeah, uh, that's or all right. For me to his place. Yeah, but I'll take any excuse I can to come visit. Yeah, that's, likewise. That's yep. nice. Um, what is the the uh, um, I don't know how to say this um, the thing between you guys because it's it seems I guess it's just the fact that you've known each other for so long and it doesn't seem like there's yeah. ego here and well, that can no. get weird. No, we got no. Any, there's none of that. No, we, we don't do that. Like, yeah. We spent high school, like we got into a play together, and from that point on, we spent high school. Sitting in the chapel, what play were you singing? Yeah, Mike was Captain Von Trapp. Yeah, was so. Music. Yeah. Not, Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. That is not for you to repeat. Okay. I am sixteen. Nobody listening was seventeen. And actually, I guess that was me. Actually. Oh, that was that's my part. Yeah. You we were the Hans dude, or whatever his name was. There was, was two people. Franz. Two or Hans. <laughs> Listen to me <laughs> now. Hear me later. <laughs> we are here to play. We are seventeen. Yeah. Down. This is four guys with ADD talking right right now. It's a contest. What the heck? Okay, Mike, yes. But we had, like, there was only two of us that openly were singers in the school, and the the drama teacher went, came to me first and said, we need some male singers. Will you be in it? And I said, I don't really want a major role. And then she went to, and said the same thing to Neil, and Neil largely said the same thing. And then my first experience with him was, he threw me under the bus, because he flat out said, you know what, who would do a great job? Mike, at this point, I didn't know who he was. I didn't know nothing. I just knew that he didn't want to do it. (laughs) So the way you guys started your friendship was by bus throwing. That's right. It was was years of him rebuilding that trust. That's true, yeah. No, that's not true. What school was this? This was Sacred Heart and Walkerton. Right. Right. Good Catholic kids. Well, that's the theory, yep. Yeah. That's yep. the theory. <laughs> that's the theory. But no, and then from there, like we sang in the chapel and in the car. Everywhere, we had some we had some yeah. wonderful influences early on. That was more about learning about the the joy of the music and not the not the outward appearance of it. It doesn't. Yeah. If we're happy doing it, then everybody else listening kind of has to be too. Exactly. Yeah. Let's talk about influences before we get to your next song, because that has to come up in each and every yeah, musical it's interview. Be weird. Yeah. Oh, influences are going to oh, be yeah. weird. It's oh. all over the map, man. So if you say the Von Trapp family, that's the end of the interview. That's the one you won't hear. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I am heavily in- influenced by influences. Yeah, I uh, just like Marta. That was the only reason. Marta. 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 <laughs> um, all right, uh, Neil, your influence. Yeah. I don't, well, I mean, I started out at St. Mike's Choir School originally, right? So it was uh, it was all... You, you were know, at St. Mike's, huh? I was at St. Mike's, yeah. It was all... Back with uh, with Coach... Uh, what's his name? Miller. Coach Miller? Coach Miller, no. From the hockey... You know any of the hockey guys there? Oh. No, I'm not familiar with okay. Coach Miller. All right. Well, you guys had a lot of... Ca- oh, sorry, a lot of uh, NHLers that came out of there. So yeah. Vic Poza, Cavallini, Mellonby... These are guys that... Not Neil. He doesn't skate very well. Oh. You know, I'm terrible. No. I'm terrible. Okay. I learned how to rollerblade before I learned how to actually ice skate. Yeah. I'm going to... Wait, a whole show on parked cars <laughs> and boards. They are the same thing for me. Yeah. This is an insane interview. Um, okay, influence. Anyway, so yeah, influence. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I mean, originally, obviously, I, all the harmony and everything kind of came from St. Mike's. I, I, I uh, you know, tenor bass choir, listening yeah. to those guys growing up, and, and I always had the high voice. I was that guy in, like, grade 10 or 11 that didn't, uh, yeah, still hey, haven't hit the puberty buddy. yet. You got it. And my buddies have all got armpit hair and like, hey, bro, let's go. <laughs> let's go play rugby. I'm like, okay, you two protect me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. It was like that for me. And then, yeah, it didn't help with the whole uh, the whole music side of things. Like all the jocks that we hung out with in high school, just they they were oh. like, you're going to what? You're going to do what? Yeah. the sound of what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
That's right. But uh, then they saw the play, and they're like, you know what? That was pretty good. Yeah. Did they tear up? Do you think at the sound of I music? So, yeah. There were a couple of them slow dancing together in the back. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No. But what about? Okay, you can't tell me that your only musical thing was choir. No, it's not. Not by any means. But that's definitely where the harmony came from. What were the tunes you were listening to? I listened to a lot of jazz, man, growing up. Really. A lot of well, you know, and all the American songbook stuff, Sinatra, the Rat Pack, and and that was what drove me to do all those things. But initially, when we were getting together with harmony and starting to try to do stuff in four-part groups, we had gone and saw a musical called Forever Plaid with with our drama teacher, and we thought, man, these guys are amazing, like the sound coming off of that stage, right? So we tried to emulate that for a long time, and then, yeah, other stuff. You know, Mike went the blues side of things, (coughs) and I went to the jazz side of things. Right. And both are equally good at drinking. <laughs> oh, and we, we both excel. <laughs> at, at no. So what what blues direction did we what what well, did you hunker down into? Like I kind of went in the direction of of more of an aggressive rocky blues kind of thing, like somewhere between like, like David Wilcox kind of stuff. Um, Colin James, Colin, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Take like something like Colin James, and then. Like Lead like, belly? No, then take something like Big Wreck and find middle ground oh, nice. and it's okay. in there somewhere. Okay. You know what I mean? Like I, I for all of this, like I, I love to sing with Neil and it's a different beast because that's fairly aggressive and I'm, you know what I mean? It's a lot yeah. of fun. But it's just a different different thing. Yeah. You know, we talked about this axe. Actually, let's talk about the axes. We, yeah. we, we keep going. Let's play another song. Uh, yeah. What are we going to do here, guys? What's the next? Uh, next, song, next, song. next one is called 20 Past Four. Why is it called twenty past four? Okay, isn't yeah. it? Isn't it, um, it twenty five or six to four? It is twenty past four. Did anybody get that Chicago reference? Anybody? Twenty five or six to four? Oh man! It's not. You know what? That, that, the last the interview tune, right? we did about this song, that same thing came up. What? Really? It really yeah. wasn't supposed to be a four twenty thing. But when when I actually got stuck in this in this traffic jam, it was twenty after four. I looked at the clock. And that was the thing, and that was the influence for the whole, here's this uncomfortable situation where I am that gets Did you have to pee? Always. In the traffic jam? I honestly don't know. I may have peed a little. <laughs> <laughs> His voice went anyway, this, higher, is 20 sure. this is insane. Oh, man. Live wait, wait. On, on the Drew Marshall Show. Wait, that's warm. <laughs> Did brother, I spill my coffee? Brother Neil. All right. We were all stuck in traffic We put our cars in park Walked about beating everyone Just singing songs in the dark Once that highway was open We went our separate ways Always sure to remember The spontaneous day of In an elevator with 22 stories high. Three and a half hours later, it was hard to say goodbye. Funny how small situations can force us to communicate when no email or smartphone can cut it. Emotion they can't simulate. But we can all take to the sky. 
clear away that pain. Don't need the sun to shine today. Let's take a long walk in the rain. Time to turn off my TV. Destroyed my comfort zone. The future depends on harmony. Its song can't be sung alone. But we can all take to the skies. Clear away that pain. Don't need the sun to shine today. Let's take a long walk in the rain. The boys in the house. Folks, that's Brother Neil. The website is brotherneil.com, brotherneil.com. Um, I have so many questions again. So let's start off with uh, the gig tonight. Where's that going to be at? That's at a place called The Central downtown. Uh, the exact address, I am... People can Google it these days. completely unaware of right now. The Central, but it's downtown Toronto? Downtown Toronto, yeah, with a couple of other acts. Uh, one of them called uh, Wooden Bridge and another lady named Darling Cora. Hmm, I think I've heard of Wooden Bridge before. I think. Actually, actually, yeah. Actually, he's probably listening to this. He actually asked me to say hi to you from him. He did some roofing for you or something. His name's Andrew Hagen. Okay. I don't know how long ago. Cool. He said, yeah, I'd make sure you invite Drew to the gig tonight because he's a really interesting dude. So no. I've already called <laughs> Casino Rama, told him you're not going to be canceled. there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, called security. Yeah. <laughs> um, so th- we got to talk about the this bass you're playing, Mike. Yeah, oh, sure. It's a weird-looking thing. What is it? It is a gold-tone micro bass it's just it looks like a ukulele it's just got big fat rubber strings on it and a silly little pickup but it just sounds big like it, it's silly yeah but let's let's what does it sound like give us a little and, and by the way we're talking about big fat chunky rubber strings mm-hmm. oh yeah that's right it's, and it, i mean you can make all the mistakes in the world and it just kind of lets you away with it <laughs> it's plugged in man you just can't tell Careful, I'll go. <laughs> but it's nice and big and easy to play. And but amazing. it's small. Yeah. It's not. No, it's tiny. As I said, I we went to we went to L.A. for ten days in the spring after we finished the record. Yeah. Just to go play it and see what strangers thought of it, and I just stuffed it in the overhead compartment. That's cool. Yeah. You have to check it. Um. 
where like a rubber strings more expensive than normal strings yeah. and how many oh, yeah. who else plays rubber strings it's got to be just made for this kind of a deal that's Let's, exactly yeah, right it's actually nice. it's the only one that i'm aware of and it's a fairly new thing i've had mine for a couple of years now a year and a half maybe, but, do they, but they don't snap obviously no they although the rubber bands in my underwear snap sure so do. maybe these and guys do that on purpose it's to keep <laughs> you buying underwear uh, <laughs> no and they eventually get overstretched and they get hard to tune but they, so does it my takes, underwear yeah, um, but, so that, what half. key is that underwear in, Drew? <laughs> <laughs> B flat. I am always breaking my G string, though. You see. Well, that's um, your own problem. Yeah. yeah. Um, so hold on, they do yeah. stretch out. They do. Yeah. They and do so. but throughout a gig, would they stretch out? No, like when you first put them on. Because that's the first thing I would think yeah. is you got to constantly tune these things throughout a once, gig. Once they once the strings have been on for a little while and the stretch the bulk of the stretch is out, they. It stays in tune pretty well. Yeah. It just eventually gets to the point where they, it's, uh, like, as you move around the neck, it gets out of tune a little bit at the top. It just means you need new strings, and 50 bucks later, you buy new strings. But they last a year and a half, so it's not the end of the world. Like, guitar strings are, are what, eight bucks, but I'll go through three sets in a weekend. Are they easier to clean? <laughs> You'll go through three sets of guitar well, strings I, I in a weekend? Get, i got to take a couple guitars to a gig, and I'm not very nice. What are you, Tommy Emanuel? Working on it, but there's a long No, way the guy to go. from Cheap Trick. What was that his name amazing. again? Tim, why are you so loud? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> the guy from Jeep Trick. What was his name again? Thank oh. you. Uh, say it again. Jeep Trick. Um, so, can we just stay focused? This is the sure. weirdest interview we've ever had. This is yeah. so good. So fun. Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about fingerstyle guitar playing. I dropped Tommy Emmanuel's name there because Tommy yeah. sat in that very spot and played. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's been here oh, twice, wow. twice or three times. Yeah, and, and he always comes in when I'm not here. Thanks, Drew. We invite great guests when Tim's not around. Always. Folks, but when well, are you away next? Second, but he's here today. Personally, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, hold on. <laughs> okay, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> nice. Crap. Way to go, Drew. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What I meant to say was, um, so fingerstyle. Yeah. You know, there's a Toronto fingerstyle society or something, right? Sure. Do you know about no, them at all? I did not know that. You, you need to uh, get onto their mailing list because they'll tell you when some some groovy people are coming to town, cool. right? Yeah. Like whenever Tommy's here. Tommy's now grown from when he first came. He was doing. Hughes Room, yeah, and then he did a some church on Queen Street West, Saint something, yeah. <laughs> that narrows it down. Yeah. Right. And then now, uh, last time he played, he did two nights sold out yeah. at the Saint Lawrence um, Center. Is that what it's called? Yeah, sure. Okay. <clears throat> on, He's amazing man. on Front oh, Street. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you have any other fingerstyle heroes? Other than uh, Chet Atkins and Tommy Emanuel? I honestly didn't. Re- I haven't listened to much fingerstyle guitar. What is this with you? I just, this is a new this thing This is just kind of me picking up the guitar and, and messing around with it. And, and You're just irritating. Just always, wow, he just always, hurts. for years, like we never gigged together. For years, he just sat at home and played the guitar. Yeah. Told everybody he wasn't very Play good at it. And he just sat home and played the guitar. And the odd time, I'd come up and we'd sit in the garage with some beer and we'd sing all sorts of tunes. And we'd I'm sorry, did you say tunes? Tunes. That was Those are not just regular tunes. you got to get the extra little aura. <laughs> Today, Junior. But we'd sit there and always say, we should be doing this. And then a year would go by, and we still weren't doing it. Right. And then he had some songs he wrote. And, and once the record was recorded, then it was next problem was, how do we play this live? And this is the answer. Yeah. Can you um, give us a little sample of just your guitar work? Just If you were going to show off to a chick like your wife, um, no, you don't want to do it. Why are you shaking your head? No, just play some. I don't know. I'm not the. Just play some fancy guitar. Let's say you're warming up your fingers, your strings. Yeah, that's not. What was that? Oh, that's excellent. Isn't that by that guy named Tuning? Is 
like exactly that. No, no, I know, and that's and I'm, you're Canadian, right? So you don't uh, you don't uh, take kindly to <laughs> showing up, off. Eh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, the only who's the most show offy Canadian? Don Cherry, got to be right. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I Good think Canadian he monitors boy. everybody else just to make sure he outdoes it, <laughs> <laughs> or he overdoes uh, it to compensate. Like my last of us. <laughs> okay, um, I just want to shut up and ha- and listen to you guys more. Let's do another song. All okay. right. Well, this is the one that actually I wrote. For your wife? I wrote this while well, we were, oh. we were, I was courting her without her knowing. Her name is Court. So she's on parole? So, yes. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Yes, but it was a horrible joke. The ankle bracelet is so hot. <laughs> <laughs> and it gets hotter the yeah. further she goes away from the house. <laughs> Sorry, babe. I know you're listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I wrote this thing in, in a, I used to keep a, a journal. I still keep a journal. And uh, I wanted to approach her. But didn't have the guts and why? Because she's hot. She's super hot. Mike, Even can I get an amen? Our four daughters. A- amen. But I have to be careful with this. Why? This line of trap. Well, because she's listening. Oh, and I, and he's my ride home. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. So. She, yeah. Anyway, so on the on the on the ramp where I worked at the time, she was one out of maybe ten women and fifteen hundred guys. So it's kind of like a prison. Yeah. You know, and uh, I I couldn't work up the. Uh, the courage to ask her out. So I, I wrote it down, everything, and I wrote it in a poetic fashion. Oh, I thought you were going to say you wrote a note and had a friend pass it I to her. I didn't give it to her. Will you yeah. go around yeah. with me? Yeah. Will you meet me at recess behind the portable party? <laughs> yeah. Is that how you talk when you're in school? That's how we talk. No wonder yeah. you got we, beat up by the football team. <laughs> it's the water and water. I still talk now. <laughs> uh, anyway, anyway, yes. Yeah, so I wrote this down, and then years later, uh, when I was writing this musical side of it for Cody to perform, I went into the journal and started digging up lyrics or, or poems and and such and they just kind of fuse together and now yeah now we're married and we've got four daughters and four daughters yeah very life is very Insane. good very that's, happy. Oh, that's a lot of estrogen. two boys at least i'm not outnumbered like that's weird eh? Right? well even my dog is female I'll tell you yeah so when i do this <laughs> yeah. i mean it <laughs> if you had hair it'd be done right now <laughs> <laughs> they actually they wanted to do my makeup for today yeah, they, did. Yeah. Yeah, they oh, actually yeah. Yeah. the girls they, they yeah they did. wanted to do my makeup yeah Maybe yeah, you get I'm the wild card. And he says, yeah, it's only radio, so yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I should have totally let him do it. I didn't know these cameras. <laughs> yeah, we're rolling, baby. Yeah. We are rolling. All right, uh, what's the song called? It's called Where Do I Go From Here. Oh, okay, hold on. I love this song. Awesome. Thank all you. Right. Wait, is this the song? How does it go? How does it start yeah, again? That's so, uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I need. Man, this is a great song. Cool, man. Awesome. That's great. <sighs> okay, I'm really excited now. <laughs> what's your name again? Brother Neil on the Drew Marshall Show. Here it is. <laughs> Oh 
the courage to draw your attention, attention. Then I'm too nervous to show my intention So I laugh and smile caught in your apprehension Where do I go from here? on the Drew Marshall Show. Folks, you are listening to the Drew Marshall Show. We're streaming live at drewmarshall.ca, and we're live right here in Southern Ontario on Joy 1250. Let me just tell you a little bit more about these guys before they play, I think, maybe their last song. That's a bummer. What do we do? Is that the third? So we're doing four. Yeah, no, I know. Drew, before you go any further, I have to say I have this unique perspective. These guys also have really cool shoes. Seriously, I don't think I've ever seen guys wear cool shoes like that that almost match together. You're like Colin from... uh, from whose line, right? No, it was Ryan. Oh, Ryan, Ryan, that's what I meant. Sorry. I knew that. You were testing me. I was testing Because Colin funny, once was on the funny show. Funny you should mention it, though, because they're his. They are? <laughs> so <laughs> you got his guitar. He had, he and then got his grass and shoes. I had grass and shoes. I thought I should. I, I meant to change my shoes, but my feet are the same size, so it's all good. I borrowed. I, oh, we don't I want have, to know anything else. We, job don't want, we don't want to know what you borrowed. <laughs> a suit. A suit. A suit. He has his. He has a suit that fit me real well for a job interview. Did you get the job? They're funny. Yeah, I went to one meeting and it didn't happen again. No. Okay. That happens to me a lot. <laughs> I do one television show and they don't ask me back. Uh, this, uh, this, where were we before when we were introducing you? We stopped at this lovely record. This lovely record introduces Brother Neil as a triple threat. He's a fluent fingerstyle acoustic guitarist, and uh, this provides the ideal sonic accompaniment for emotionally eloquent folk-rooted songs that are delivered via a warm and welcoming vocal style. That's that is helpful. a killer sentence. Wow. Whew. Uh, Bonfire Confessions is the first time I've gone public performing my own compositions. Brother Neil explains. He explains. The words and music are all deeply inspired by the life I live, the people, and many musical influences I've encountered on my journey. His choice of album title is a very fitting one. Sitting on in front of a uh, fire often induces 
the type of soul-searching and philosophical meditation that makes good raw material for a song, and uh, Neil finds this setting helps him free the music. I'm always drawn to the fire and my guitar. Dude, so am I. That, that is a weird combination for me. It just... Always. It's just an intense thing, and I don't know what it is, but... I love it. So let's let's get into um, motivation and, and uh, where the creativity comes from. Everybody's different. Nobody has a, has a re- there is no recipe for this kind of thing. Yeah, no, know? I can't even say it. It just it's it, you sit down and and you, you know the guitar's in your lap, or you sit down at the piano and, and just kind of chunk away. And eventually, I, I tend to find dissonant things first, and then I try to smooth them out. And throughout that process, you know maybe we find a melody line in there, something that just continues to replay. Right, but do you do you start with? Um uh, it works lyrical motivation or it musical motivation? Yeah, really? Yeah, sometimes <clears throat> it, it may be something, uh, uh, a phrase or something that that's, strikes me as memorable. And Why does Where Do I Go From Here? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Why does that song resonate so much? I mean, when you played that at Hughes' room, the, that's, when the, you, that's when you had the room with that song. Wow. You that broke down the fourth wall real quick with that one. Cool. Well, I think that it, it, every human being at some point has is, is sought after another human being, and, and maybe they all feel the same kind of frustration yeah. of... This not is how being I really feel, but and I it's not reciprocated, it. or, or can't, I just don't know how to get the point it. across. Yeah, right? yeah, huh? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. It's just, never, but it's fun. It's it is a fun. Place. It's a nice. It's a good little uh, blues lick, right? And then yeah. you change into a little little major key thing and yeah. a little little yeah, poppy a little thing. Little, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, um, do you get inspired by other lyricists? Like, are you a Leonard Cohen guy? Are you a Gordon Lightfoot guy? Are you a what are you guy? No, I, I, I listen to a lot of like I told you before. I listen to a lot of standards uh, growing up, and and you know I listen to like <clears throat> Frank Lesser, for example, or uh, I don't know Pete Seeger. Pete, well, Pete <laughs> Seeger I'm reading to your, a certain extent. But yeah, dude, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm did, reading I your bio unique. here as a songwriter. Neil has drawn inspiration from artists ranging from Pete Seeger, yeah. Gordon Lightfoot, and Simon and Garfunkel. So is that a lie? No, it's not a lie. Oh, okay. No, not at all. No, but I mean, I do listen to some of that stuff too. But uh, you know, lyrically, I listen to like Sondheim, for example. You know, it, stuff like that. I, yeah. I can't compare my stuff to it. But. Oh, what about um, Harry Conehead? Do you like him? Harry Connick Jr.? Yeah. Oh, yeah. huge fan. I, yeah. I was a way bigger fan, let me tell you. My wife took me to go see him in San Francisco for our a- wedding anniversary. Right. And uh, we waited outside to meet him. And uh, I went to shake his hand. I, w- I had so many things I wanted to say to him, right? Yeah. And uh, Was he a knob? He just eyeballed my wife. like, <laughs> just, <laughs> And I was like, you got to be kidding me, man. I'm like, finally meeting this guy. And he's looking my wife up and down. And, you know, Courtney's so modest, he didn't know what to do. So we, we're walking away. And the tour bus, I ended up talking to the bass player, who was a guy from Toronto, uh, Neil um, Swainson, I think okay. his name was. Uh, anyway, their tour bus slowed down, and the door opened up, right, right next to where we were walking. And Courtney says, I think they want us to get on the bus. I said, I think they want you to get on the yeah. bus. <laughs> so we didn't want to be presumptuous and just jump on board. Nobody no. said get on. No. So we just kept you know, walking, and eventually it kind of trolled us a little bit and then drove off. Right? No. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, it was pretty weird. You can go to prison for that kind of stuff. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Ultimately, yeah. it's a compliment because isn't he married to a Victoria's Secret model? He is. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay, Mr. That's Silver Lining over this here. Is true. <laughs> this Sorry, is true. No, don't get me wrong. I was flattered. But yeah, all those things I had to say to him, just yeah. gone. Yeah. Gone. But yeah, amazing piano player, amazing composer, amazing performer. Harry Connick Jr., for sure. 
Um, I, there's so much in your bio, really. It's it's actually one of the. You need a shorter bio for media. Media. <laughs> no, you do. You need a short version and a long version. Okay. I'll take just, that. I'm just yeah, telling I'm you sorry. that because I copied and pasted this thing and went, "Oh man, I can't use all this." So much interesting stuff. All right, listen. I, I want to stop babbling and uh, just get you to play uh, another song, guys. You need to follow this cat. This cat. 70s called. They want their saying back. Uh, Brother Neil That's Sinatra. You du- said that. Okay. Oh, good. Well, I, okay. Thanks, Tim. You are silver lining today, aren't you? BrotherNeil.com is the website. BrotherNeil.com. And uh, you want to get his CD, which is in my hand right here. Oh, I just want to let you know, if you become a new Drew Marshall Show Facebook liker, <laughs> you will win this CD from today's recording artist, Brother Neil. So we will randomly pick a new page liker from the show today and then contact you for shipping details, which means we'll get your address. And then uh, we'll send you this uh, this CD because Neil brought one for me. And then we'll give away one to a lucky listener, a lucky Facebook liker. liker. Awesome. Uh, Bonfire Confessions by Brother Neil. Uh, there are 73 tracks on the CD. Who's the creepy dude in the woods? Oh, yeah. that's Harry Connick. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> So what are we doing here, man? Uh, this is called uh, Matter in the West. Do you, do you like setting up songs or no? You strike me as someone who doesn't really want to set up songs. I just suck at talking between songs, man. I, well, I, craft it. Yeah. One of these days, I'll, I'll learn it. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm not a good talker. No, but if you craft it. Like David Wilcox, the American singer-songwriter, do you know his stuff? Sure. So he's a genius at painting the he, picture he does before the jumping cat. in. Right. No, that's the that's Canadian the, oh, singer-songwriter. Yeah, Wilcox, the American version. Yeah, he's the... He's the folk guy. He's yeah. he's he's a weird drop-down finger-style freak show. He I'm uses familiar. three capos at once. What? Yeah. Why? Because he cuts holes through the different strings to get an instant yeah. really? tuning thing as opposed to... Yeah. Wow. Um, but he crafts his, his talks in between songs and sets it up in such a way that he's painted it and you're ready to jump in the picture like the Dick Van Dyke chalk drawing. Yeah. Really, eh? Just thought I'd share that with you. Uh, I have to do that. I do. I, and everybody said that to me before because we do these big band shows with the Uptown Swing Band from time to time. Yeah, and you yeah. have to. The guys are switching sheet music, and they're like, "Neil, stall, st- say something, right?" And I'm like, <laughs> you and I do a little tap dance off to this. As long as it's not the hook. Yeah, no, no, or the. Never mind. All right. So you don't want to set up the song? Okay, here it is, folks. It's a ballad that I that I also it's a tribute to. Wait, before we go, because this is the last thing. Which one of your daughters do you like the most? I, do, I love them all equally. That's they're it. all very different. Come on. Uh, honest to God. Yeah, they're so awesome, man. I wish I, I wish you could meet them right now because you'd be like, holy crap. How old are they? <laughs> These kids are cool. Uh, well, Sydney's 12, Alice 10, and uh, Holly just turned 7, and Willow is 4. Okay. Well, good luck with that. They're all in They're all in Brazilian <laughs> jiu-jitsu, and they watch The Sound of Music all the time because I'm trying to train them to be nuns. Beautiful. <laughs> 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 love it. Uh, Brother Neil, live on the Drew Marshall Show. Rarest thing in the world to find this combination of beauty and kindness true. But I found you. For just a touch, your lips, the whole world at your fingertips, surprisingly. You chose me. The one that gently put me to the test. The hypnotize I knew for sure Your heart was pure And once I laid my eyes upon 
I knew my life belonged to again You just took my hand The one that proves my life is truly blessed I met you in the West They say that love is truly blind Beauty has a price that seems unkind But every moment in your company Has me in a state of ecstasy Combination of beauty and kindness, true. But I found you, the one that gently put me to the test, the one that proves my life is truly blessed. And I try to say that any point is best. Um, let's uh, go out with another track from your CD here, man. What track uh, are we going to go out on, do you think, eh? Do you know? Uh, do you want to yeah. tell you know one what? to us? The, the song called How I Feel is uh, it's, it's very spiritually uh, influenced. Have a little listen to another track from Bonfire Confessions, Brother Neil. Thank you. What I see. Always feed you life, yeah. That's what I feel. 
is how I feel.